Time for Freaky Friday, which has been a real highlight this year for all of us here on the Afternoons team. We're finishing off with two more spooky, supernatural stories to make your hair stand on end, possibly. We're going to begin today with Peter, who was staying at a campground, something many of us will be doing over the summer period. Hi, I'm Peter in Christchurch, and um, I've got a Freaky Friday for you. So the story goes back a wee way ago. Uh, it was, in fact, nearly 30 years ago. Um, and the story hasn't changed at all in that 30 years. Um, I was in Hawea, Lake Hawea, sitting on a, on the bank of the of the lake, um, looking out across the east you know, from the from the boat ramp end. And I was with my then partner, and we had a six-month-old baby back in the Hawea motor camp with a friend of, of my partner's. Um, and it was a beautiful February evening, early February. It was late in the afternoon or even early early uh, dusk. And now Hawea is known for its wind. I spent lots of childhood time there. Um, and it was always windy, but this particular evening, it was still, it was cloudless. It was not dark, although it was getting towards that. And... Uh, for no reason at all, out of nowhere came a shrieking, screaming, what I can only describe as an apparition or a ghost or a banshee of some such. But it was like that swirly, inking blackness that flew across our heads from across the lake, and it felt really low. But what was really, really uh, disturbing was the blood-curdling scream that came with it as it tore across the lake. And I looked at my partner, and she looked at me, and we said, what was that? And uh, we looked at each other, got up, and just ran back to the cabin that we were staying in on the camping ground. Said to uh, to um, my partner's friend, did you hear that? She knew nothing. She heard nothing. In fact, my partner didn't see it, but it's something that I certainly saw and definitely heard, and I've uh, I've never forgotten it. Um, the story hasn't elaborated in 30 years, but uh, given the opportunity to share it, um, thanks very much. It's my Freaky Friday story. Loved it, Peter. Thank you so much for sharing your story. Now let's go live to Denise, who's on the line. Hi, Denise. Hi there, Jesse. Where are you going to take us for your Freaky Friday story? Well, this is about six months old now, and um, I've literally um, wondered about it myself a few times, because it's not quite as impressive as many of the people on your show. But <laughs> well, here we go. I was in um, Wellington to visit my son and his children, and they don't have much room at their house, so I usually book an Airbnb, and there's some lovely little villas down there, yeah. And um, this one was particularly beautiful, really authentically fitted out by a guy who's a um, an artisan and um, he collects um, authentic Victorian um, artifacts and they're all around the house. It's like a museum. It's a really wow. stunning home. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. So he's, it's all, everything's a work in progress. So some of it's really sort of quite rumpety, but beautiful, beautiful place. And the room itself was really nicely fitted out. Nothing super special, but really nice with a water iron bed head and all of that. When I walked into the place, I thought, wow, you know, if there's ever going to be a, a, a ghost in a house, you sort of, 
consider it's a possibility when you feel something like that. You know, there's sort of a museum-y feel to mm. the place, so I thought that was fair enough. And got my gear in there and went over and visited my um, son and his wife and children and came back about 8.30, 9 o'clock to sort of settle in for the evening. Um, had a chat with the host, the lady that was running the um, Airbnb site, and she sort of said, we were talking about generational differences, yeah. <laughs> and she said that there was one pair of girls that came through at one stage, and they were incredibly ungracious in that they came through, got the key off her, we to put their bags inside, and then about 20 minutes later, they must have just stood on the road, came back in, grabbed their bags, gave her the key, and said, we can't stay here, this is freaking us out. <laughs> And when she told me that, I just laughed. You know, we were just saying, yeah, yeah, okay, I sold 60-year-olds. We, we don't get affected by that sort of thing. But it was fine. Um, anyway, I settled in with my, I don't know, alcoholic ginger beer or something and a good book by the um, bedside table. Turned off the light around about 9, 30, 10 o'clock, like I like to do, older people do. And um, in the middle of the night, I was... Rather than waking up, I would say I was woken up because there was this weird sensation where I was in a deep sleep and in the next moment I was like I was hauled out of sleep. Um, and I thought, okay, that is weird. And literally I sort of had that feeling of hair standing up on my neck a little bit, only because it was just such a, a shocking, sort of surprising effect. And so I sort of sat up in bed and thought, oh, I'm going to put the light on. And I reached up above the wrought iron easement, knowing that there was a switch just above in the middle of the room. And as I was reaching for it and trying to find it, what came to mind is, oh, it's not going to work. And so when I switched the switch, it just went tink, and nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs> so a combination of those two things, I'm like, oh, okay, I sort of get a feeling here. And so I'm jumping around in the this, this double bed trying to find the bedside light which I knew was over on the right hand side switch that on and thank god that worked so for the rest of the night I just basically had my phone with me <laughs> turned the main light on as well and lay there waiting to go back to sleep but oh basically gosh. I sort of felt like everything that I had thought and what we discussed but you know and then when I, the way I had woken up was just really extraordinary. I mean, normally if you're going to wake up, you wake up to a sound or something like that. Yeah. It's like being, literally like being hauled out of sleep. Denise, thank you. And just, we're coming up to the pips. What's, oh. What street was it in Wellington, do you recall? Well, I, I can tell you, I'd rather not. No, because fair enough. lovely people. And yeah, there okay, no, fair enough, there fair no enough. reviews at all. That were, but it, it is in the sort of um, classic, you know, Newtown, Coburnie okay. sort of area. But Denise, thank home. you. I've really enjoyed your story. And, um... Have a wonderful Christmas. Thanks for chatting to us today. You see. Bye-bye.